Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's up, Pillows and Beer Nation? I'm here live from the Hall Wine Studio right here in Charleston, South Carolina. Joining me, my bestie, as always, Austin Kroll, won him from his wonderful, luxurious home downtown Charleston. What's up, Austin? Um, once again, I do want to talk about your song choice, but first off, what up, Craig? Uh, welcome back to Charleston. Um, yes, I'm in my house. <clears throat> Craig and I are not together tonight, but we are in spirit. We're, we're, we're there together in spirit, of course. Of course, and we both have closet renovations going on. My house looks like a bomb went off, and that's why I told Austin to probably just stay at his house because... All of the clothes from that room are now scattered around the room here. And speaking of stay, the song that you just introed with, um, I've been trying to get Craig to stay put in Charleston for longer than 13 hours, but it's been (laughs) damn near impossible for the past month. So literally, Craig and I have only been friends over the phone and doing the podcast. Haven't seen you in ages, buddy. Haven't seen you in ages. Yeah, it's been fun. I uh, I got to go down to Baton Rouge for the first time. Oh, that's funny. I've been noticing words that I say incorrectly now. And in my head, when I go to say it, I pause now because of reading my audiobook. So how do you say Baton Rouge? <laughs> See, I keep saying like Baton Rouge. Rouge. Okay. So I can say Rouge. Okay. Yeah. Baton Rouge. Um, so I was down there and I got, I was lucky enough to speak to the graduate program, the MBA program at LSU, which was really cool. Um, we got to do the locker room tour and like run out on the field. And I forgot that LSU just won the national championship like two years ago until my dad reminded me. And man, the recruiting that college, like the lengths that colleges go to to recruit for their sports programs is pretty incredible. Yeah, I think it's funny that you say that. <clears throat> I went to Tuscaloosa, which is where the University of Alabama is located. Uh, when LSU played us with, you know, with Joey Burr and uh, <clears throat> Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson, and they were beating us so bad at half that I, I, I was like, I can't sit inside this stadium and watch this shellacking. So we went to a bar. It turned out to be a really close game. They beat us like, you know, 46 to 41, but the first half didn't say that. Anyways, college recruiting these days, Craig, I mean, it's all about your facilities. Well, it's not all about. It's like how quickly can you get them to the NFL? Um, And the facilities are just bonkers, aren't they? It's bonkers. The room was really cool. Right when we walked in, you know, yeah, Joe Burrow's jersey, of course, another jersey. I, of course, am not that sport. My sports knowledge is not... That is not college. It's not college at all. I mean, you went to CFC. Paulina, you're going to get the FaceTime next. We're getting FaceTime from our bestie Paulina on her. It's on her bachelorette. Oh, boy. Um, So Austin's phone's probably going to ring next. Sorry about that. Well, if it doesn't, I want to feel like (laughs) Um, a loser. So, yeah, I walked in and uh, I was like, man, I'd love to be a fly on the wall for recruitment day. You know, they do like the fog machines and it's just it's a wild thing. And then they have a real life tiger that lives outside the stadium named Mike. And usually he, so, you know, the videos where the people put their back to the glass wall and the tiger like tries to. Sure, jump. sure, sure, sure. That's Mike at LSU. That's at the stadium. So like. Is that because, 
And I'm only saying this because <laughs> Paulina FaceTime. <laughs> uh, I don't want to hit like, you know, decline. No. I, I want to reply with message. Babe. Podcasting I with you Craig just ignore my FaceTime. as we speak. Okay. Um, oh, that's right. so We're funny. Good. Okay. Good so is it because, because first off, they're my SEC West rivals. Is it because they're probably uh, malnourished and don't feed that cat? So he sees, he sees human food against the glass and he's like, must eat, right? And it's like, ha, it's a party trick. But really, LSC was mistreating their animals and their mascots. Oh, okay. So let's launch an investigation into that Please. and cancel their program. About the Steelers, so I understand where you're coming from. But, <laughs> No, he's, he's playful. So he's Mike like number seven. He's like the seventh one they've had or Mike number two. I can't remember, um, but he's a baby. He's like two years old and he's super playful, um, but it was raining. So I didn't really get to see him, but uh, it was cool, man. I get, you know, it's funny because we're going to talk about the tour here coming up, but I get so nervous before these speaking events and, you know, they always go well, which is great. But Jerry and I talked to a crowd of about a hundred people and I will say that this is the first time the questions have been like very business related. You know, a lot of these talks I do, people ask me a little bit about Southern Charm and Bravo. Sure, sure. Um, and uh, this one was like, you know, I, I had to pull my, you know, my, my, my finance major pants on. Um, but it, it was kind of lighthearted because I don't know what the heck, I don't know classic business theory. I'm just like going by the seat of my pants and like street smarts. Jerry has like the NBA background. And so he gets to add all like kind of the legalese, like business school talk to it. And I'm like, look, I just know people wanted to like do this. And so I made this and this happened. Um, um, I just remember that when you told me that I thought that it was really cool. So congrats on that. I mean, congrats that, 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 you know, they, they, you know, thought highly of you enough to bring you <laughs> on and talk to, to talk to their uh, uh, NBA MBA students, um, <clears throat> I am now a little bummed that Alabama ha hasn't called me. <laughs> hey guys, I'm here. You know, look me up. I I, I would love to come, love to come speak. No, actually, I uh, I did get reached out to at one point. You know, and they were like, oh, you know, maybe we can figure out a time that you can come, and then nothing came from it. So, well, I think I'm starting to realize, excuse me, that a lot of people just think if we wanted to speak, we would like be speaking already. You know, it's, it's that catch 22 where both sides think the other one would already be doing it. And so, you know, that one of their professors or like the guy that runs the program reached out. It was a great guy, him and his wife. And uh, I was like, sure. And then like the school, you know, and Jerry worked out everything. So if you are listening, like tell your professors that, you know, Austin and I love to come talk and it's worth a message. It's worth an email to us, the boys at pillowsandbeer.com. And a lot of times we jump at the opportunity, especially, well, screw it. Well, you know, we might as well talk about the tour. I was going to say, then I flew to DC for <laughs> Craig, you're all over the place, but Hey, I'm here for it. Go, go. Your excitement rubbed off on me a little earlier and it's hard because everything comes back to the tour. So I was going to say like, Oh, well, then we pushed back our Columbus, Ohio thing. No, no, no. And I went to a wedding in D.C. Anyway, D.C. happens to be um, our very first spot on the tour. Very first stop. And I am so beyond stoked for that. Sorry. Just jumping in. 
No, I love March, it. March 29th, which is literally in five weeks, Craig. Um, we have to go to Vermont for a little stint first, and then we'll, then we'll be literally on tour. And what's crazy about this whole thing, so then today, okay, just like you said that you were nervous to talk um, in front of like those hundred people. Well, you when, just don't boring, but like then you get up there and you know, the first laugh and you're like, okay, like this is. Yeah, good. yeah, yeah. We need a resounding laugh as our first, as our first kind of stop or, 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 or like our first thing in, like to make our crowd just like laugh, like, oh my God, the boys are here. And it's going to be that kind of night, you know, just like like self-deprecating humor, just like great walk out. And then they just laugh out loud. And, you know, you and I are like, hell yeah. But, but when we were talking about it today, you know, with the four of us, you, me, Jerry and Nick, I I had like a little bit of butterflies going, you know, just thinking about it, you know, just thinking about it. We, we had a meeting with our team and our team being Jerry, who, didn't get fired today and nick um who who is fired that's why he's not here it just happens to be creeping on us on our webcam (laughs) um hacked our webcam everyone nick your mysterious background oh i'm in charlottesville like i told austin uh i need to clean my house (laughs) but that's why i always blur my back i know i know his his mysterious background with his gaming headset on it's like almost as bad as scotty legos which was the funniest, but you definitely have as if you're like in the middle of playing Halo. He is in the middle of playing Halo. Oh, He's it's just because my other headset's packed away because I was in Chattanooga for the weekend. So. Nick, Nick, what's your gaming system? Uh, uh, PC or PlayStation. I'm sorry. The correct answer was Xbox. You're fired. Uh, no. Thank you very much for playing. Me and Jack play uh, PlayStation. Yeah, our, uh, our, our resident uh, reoccurring guest, Jack Matrani. Um, so we had this meeting and it was really exciting. You know, I, I was nervous to have this meeting because sometimes I don't feel, even though I have like a creative brand, sometimes I get nervous with putting together like a show like this and it actually went really well. And I'm really excited with what we've come up with. I think we're going to have, I mean, we do have an awesome team coming with us, but we're going to make sure that the show is what everyone pays for plus more. It's going to be a I mean, I mean we were talking about lots of cool things, right? Craig? Like we were because literally anything could work, right? And like no idea that we come up with is a bad idea. So it's like so it's like okay, well, you know, just throw it out there, man. Like, you know, what do you think? And then, you know, Craig was throwing out something and then and then Nick would throw out something and then Jerry would throw out something and and and, and it was it was just cool to think like, oh, we we could make this all happen. And and the point I think that we wanted to make to all of us, or, or we are all of us think, happen. yes, yes. <laughs> and so. that and that we wanted to be as interactive with the crowd as possible, right? I mean, what better way to freaking jazz up the crowd than like to involve y'all? So, God. Yeah, we'll have, awesome. <clears throat> we have a lot of, um, well, the whole show will be audience friendly and obviously because that's the whole goal but uh we're gonna have at least three segments where people come on stage interact with us there's gonna be giveaways there's gonna be lots of drinking with us be lots of laughs and you know if you do buy a vip ticket there will be a meet and greet after with pictures autographs 
Um, and if not, I mean, you're still going to have a heck of a time. The venues that we've found are all very drinking friendly. If you're not a drinker, it's still fine. You're going to have a blast. Uh, there's popcorn, soda, whatever it might be. But if you are drinking, um, a lot of the shows are on a random night. So you don't have to give away like, you know, you don't have to give up necessarily a weekend if you don't want to. Um, but it's not really giving it up because you're going to come have a blast with us for two hours. And I, I just think I'm ready to deliver. And I think Austin is too. And I, you know how I would go like, you know, next week, Craig, if we could. If like we could, I literally be like, first stop next week, let's go just rock it out and see and see what happens, which is basically just having a blast. Like, I mean, we did this so much during quarantine, like just uh, alive with us. I don't think it's going to be, you know, nearly as long and, and, and um, nearly as many shots taken by, by Craig and I. Yeah, we've had two years to get our... Uh... To hone in on our craft. Uh, I think the only person nervous is Jerry because look, these podcasts, Nick gets to edit them for a couple of days before they get put out. But on, on stage, I mean, this is a live show and we are excited. The beanbag boys are back. We're bringing the beanbags out and it's going to be, um, yeah, I wish I had a drum roll on this pad. I probably do somewhere, but we're super excited. So, Hey, Austin, why don't you go through the first few, stops and let's talk about each one a little bit just yeah uh, like the first that first weekend the first four stops those first four stops so i'm gonna go through the yeah tickets available nick how do you buy tickets just for everyone before this happens i go every so a lot of the venues are different go to our website pillsandbeer.com click on the tour option and the menu and it'll take you to whichever city you want to go and and it'll tell you, it'll take you to whichever tickets you want to buy. There should be VIP tickets left at all the places. A couple. I know that we're really short in a few of the Correct. locations. Correct. Yeah. A couple of the locations are very close to selling out VIP stuff. So if you're looking to meet and greet with us afterwards, definitely uh, go do that as soon as you possibly can. We look forward to seeing everybody. Yeah. All right, awesome. Uh, Nick, thank you. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So I do want to go over these first Four dates, basically what we're referring to as our Northeastern tour, even though D.C. is debatably Northeastern. Anyways, uh, D.C. on the 29th. Oh, my gosh. You know what? This is bad. Nope. I got it. At Okay. So D.C. on the 29th at the Capitol Turnaround. That is a Tuesday night. Um, Thursday. Yeah, I was just in D.C. and uh, I'm excited to go back. Austin was like. I called him from there. I should have made a video. I did. I just didn't post it. But actually, the Caps reached out, which we're super pumped about. So we'll actually be at the game the night before our DC um, show. Love that. And then throw off the tour. So we're really pumped to join the Capitals that night. Um, which which Craig and I have, um, we both have, well, we both have ties to, to the Caps, as in my first sports love my first sports love was was admittedly the Orioles. I understand that now there's the Nationals, and so I'm sure that people in D.C. just love them. But before the Nats, it was all the O's. And then my second love in sports was the Capitals. In fact, I always wanted to play professional hockey. I suck at ice skating, so I've never got around to that. But, man, I can play some street hockey. That's for damn sure. So, um from very, deep, very not Charlotte, yeah. but, you know. And and by the way, yeah, Craig is right. And by the way, I was born in George Washington Hospital, 
lived there until I was seven, until I moved to Charlotte. So I guess Craig is right. I'm technically from DC. Oh, um, wow. And then on, yeah, I've never admitted that before, but uh, I'll, I'll do it for you tonight, Craig. Um, Thursday, the 31st, we are at the House of Blues in Boston. That's um, why. I'm so I'm so stoked for that, Craig. House of Blues. Yeah, we've got a few houses that, on the tour. There's a few locations that haven't been announced yet, but um, dude, boss, look, all of these top, these first four are all going to be mad houses, and we are going to shoot through the roof with the energy there. I mean, <laughs> oh God, pray for us. But um, squad, Giggly Squad's in Boston. I don't know if it's at the exact same place, but five days before us. I saw that because I was getting tagged in things by people being like, oh my gosh, you know, Giggly Squad and PNB in the same week. And I was like, oh my God, no way. Um, so, so that's really cool. Um, let's see, uh, April 1st, which no, it's not an April Fool's joke. We are at Town Hall in NYC. That'll be our biggest venue up to date. I mean, that's... Uh, uh, yeah, I think so. And and we got numbers today, which we've only been on sale for a week. And, and, and it's really, really cool just to see those numbers change and influx and everyone that's excited. Come on. And now we finish out the, the Northeastern tour on April 2nd at the Fillmore in Philly. Um, the Philly, get ready for this, Craig, has sold the most and fastest. Philly, I was told by my Giggly Squad insider that they have been the rowdiest crowd so far. Well, I don't want to get that. Well, I dare, I dare you to be rowdy. They, we, and we will talk about it on this podcast. You know, after our shows, you know who's rowdy, what everyone's like. Um, you know, every crowd's different, but apparently Philly just comes to to rage. So, so I certainly cannot wait for that. So. Yeah, I mean, we're literally Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, D.C., Boston, New York, Philly. And uh, every single one of those will be interesting because we will be you know, testing out our chops, our live chops, which something tells me, Craig, that we're going to be naturals at, so it'll be just fine. Yeah, I mean, look, it'll I, be just fine. I got to go to um, Paige and Hannah's show in L.A., and it was great to see it before we go. Um, but look, Austin, this is what... We were born to do, I mean, quarantine, quarantine, we're born to entertain and connect with all of you guys listening and all you girls listening. And, you know, we learned that during quarantine or whatever that period was called the original quarantine. And now, you know, we get to share it with everyone else and all of our listeners prove that to us. And we just can't wait. We'll have merchandise there. Um, which, which, which by the way, is like first ever seen because because we are right now talking about what we're gonna do, like like what what our logo for PNB is gonna be because we never had it. And and as many people have have reached out to me, and I don't know if you've seen this, Greg, where people are like, "Why is your picture a picture of y'all drinking rosé when it literally says beer in your podcast title?" And 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 it made me laugh a little bit because. Craig and I and all of us talked and it was like, well, we've used this picture for so long because it's kind of the best like bros pick I could ever think of. And so we wanted people to associate buying or yeah, 
these ticket sales with our like original picture that that we've been using. And I'm not and I'm not crazy enough to where I'm like, no cred, whatever we post has to be trop hop. Like it is it is okay because we are working on getting trop hop available in beer sales at all the venues because why the hell wouldn't we? Um but um too 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 funny that people were like, why are y'all drinking rose? It's like, well, because that's what you associate our podcast sure. with, right? Um all right, cool. Well, check out pillowsandbeer.com to buy tickets to our live tour. We can't wait to see and meet. Whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on, Kevin. We have more we have more dates here. Yeah, but those are the first four. I mean, you okay. can go all right. All right. Well, you can read them in a list real quick. Read the venue and the the location, the city, just for everyone to hear. <clears throat> Monday, April 11th, Charlotte, the Night Theater. Tuesday, April 12th, Buckhead, Atlanta. Uh, Thursday, April 14th, Billheimer Capital Theater in Clearwater, which is right outside Tampa. Uh, April 15th, Revolution Live, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And then 10 days later, Craig, House of Blues, once again, Chicago. Yeah. And we're, How we're fun is that? And there's four that? more stops that we haven't announced yet, at least. And we're going to keep ripping and roaring through the spring and summer. So, again, check out pillowsandbeer.com for tickets. And we'll be right back after a quick word from these sponsors. You know what my problem with edibles are, Craig? Sometimes I get so high, it can be really difficult to control the dose. And I'm not like a big dose guy. Uh, there's nothing worse than being baked out of your mind when you didn't plan on it. And you know once you eat it, there's this whole no going back thing. You just sit there suffering, which is a funny thing to say, stoned out of your mind. And that's why when I need the perfect medium, just like chilling sort of high, I hit up my friends at Diet Smoke for their delicious Delta 8 THC gummies. Yeah, but Austin, what exactly is Delta 8? Well, I can tell you, actually, instead of asking you the question, I'll just answer it. Delta-8 is simply a slightly less potent THC. The THC that you're probably most familiar with is Delta-9. And while both are natural to the cannabis plant, diet smoke extracts their Delta-8 from hemp. Some may call this a loophole. I call it the secret recipe to getting a smooth, stable, and most importantly, legal high. Diet Smoke is legal in most states, and it's non-prescription. Just check Diet Smoke's website to see if they ship their delicious gummies to your state. Craig, Diet Smoke isn't light, it's just right. Plus, Diet Smoke comes in two delicious flavors, and I can attest... Blue raspberry, chef's kiss, and watermelon. I like blue raspberry, but Craig likes watermelon. I mean, I say try them both and maybe together, because as I said, it isn't this like intense in your face kind of high. It's just a nice, smooth, mellow, just right high. Each gummy is infused with 10 milligrams of Delta 8 THC derived from American grown. And you know what they say, buy American? Get high with American. Also, Diet Smoke's Delta 8 gummies are low in sugar, fat-free, and delicious. Oh, 
And did I mention they're legal? So when CBD isn't enough and traditional THC is too much, enjoy the smooth buzz of Diet Smoke. Go to dietsmoke.com and use the promo code PILLOWSANDBEER for 20% off your order. That's dietsmoke.com, promo code PILLOWSANDBEER for 20% off. As a special offer, Diet Smoke's coupon code can be used on every order. Diet Smoke's Delta 8 THC gummies are not for use or sale to people under the age of 21. Please use responsibly. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. There, there are lots of things. There are lots of things in both Craig and I's lives. A, being on TV, you know, ha- having our lives really, really put out there for everyone to judge and see. And, and then the fact that we're both trying to build, you know, businesses and we're just growing up. Let's just put it that way. We're just growing up and things just pile up more and more and more. So, and BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You'll be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional therapy done securely online. I have not personally posted a testimonial, but this is it right here. Um, I've used BetterHelp. Um, I am one of those people that do not want to go and wait in a waiting room. Charleston is a small town. I don't really want to run into people while I'm going to see my therapist. Um, And that's where BetterHelp comes in. I sit in my house. We have chats. And it's been really nice and lovely for me. Um, They can, like, you look at their calendar and you can make an appointment at your convenience. So visit betterhelp.com slash pillows and beer. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, and join the over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. So there's a special offer for Pillows and Beer listeners uh, where you get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash pillows and beer. All right, everyone, what's going on? Welcome back to this episode of Pillows and Beer. Um, I don't want to call this episode our uh, tour announcement episode. But it's really just like exciting to both of us that's the first time that we're able to just talk about it and like not just you know post on IG about it and and it's safe to say Craig that 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 you and I are like you know giddy little children talking about this whole thing. So um, hey. it's been a blast. It's been a blast to talk about it and um, ah, I just can't say uh, how exciting that it is. Yeah, well, it's a real thing, which is awesome, and it goes all the way back to that. <laughs> flipping out of beanbag chairs and talking about Hogwarts and stuff. So that must be um, what it is. And now, you know, we're, you know, we're, it, it's happening whether we're ready or not, but we are ready. And, uh, but man, I gotta say, I stay fly for a lot of things, but I really stay fly for my, my, my new main man, uh, Frank, the tank or Hank, the tank. Have you seen this? I can't even get his name right. I guess I don't stay fly for him too. Um, hard. is this the, is this the gorilla in California or, or well, wait, Wait, a gorilla? It's a bear. A bear, a bear, a bear that's like... The new Harambe. He's like break, breaking into homes and... Okay, what is happening? Tell me. Yeah, so there is this bear that has gotten loose. 500-pound bear. He's thick. He's uh, He's got a little tiny little cute head, and then he's just got a big belly. But his name's Hank the Tank, and he has broken into 30 homes now, but all he... 
Well, I think he's causing some damage, but he just wants pizza. And so he's been eating everyone's pizza in their home and he's just, he's living his best life. But unfortunately I'm a little nervous for him because apparently people have been shooting like BB guns at him, paintballs. And he's like taking it like a champ and he just does not give a fuck. Like I, I, what if he breaks in and I don't have pizza? I don't think he's breaking into people's homes without pizza. That's what I like to imagine. I think Hank is just a pizza-loving boy. Okay, um, we're, we're in California. So, Nick, will you look that up for us? Because what's funny is, unfortunately, they're going to end up... It must be in, like, a mountainy area, so, like, you know, Tahoe or something. I hope they... But they most of these places have... Bear-proof trash cans, which I guess if you're 500 pounds, nothing is bear-proof. Not even a freaking Panzer tank. Right. Yeah, it's South Lake Tahoe. Aha! Tahoe area. See, people have these trash cans, right? And if you've ever been to a ski town, and if I'm telling you something that that you know, then then you can chuckle at me and you know laugh at me. But I remember that I told this to Craig, and Craig was like, "Why do I have to put my four fingers in this way and push the button and then lift up?" I'm like, "It's for bears, bro." I still but, don't know how to open those trash cans. Right. I've never figured out. Right. Right. And guess who's smarter than you, Craig? Hank. Hank. Hank is smarter than you. Yeah. Hank <laughs> okay. Is, uh... Okay. So Hank wants pizza. I mean, Hank. Join, join the club, my friend. Like, Hank wants, man, I, I kind of want to party with Hank. I, I do too. So I really, really, really pray. I mean, look, for God's sake, he's on California's like state flag. Like the bear is on their flag. So I hope they try to dart him. Um, and like, they're, they're not going to move him like in, into the wilderness. Yeah, but they're saying that authorities are trying to trap him and possibly euthanize him. And I'm like, if you trap him, what do you have to shoot him for? Just like put him in a zoo. And But people are like, he didn't get fat like that, eating berries and grubs. And I was like, don't fat shame Hank. Like, don't fat Ooh. shame our bear. He's wow. So, I, I mean, guys, we all remember, you know, Harambe. And Harambe became like a national treasure. He's still and, in. Okay, he still is. You know, arguably still is a national treasure. And now we're going to try to do the same to Hank. Like, haven't we learned anything? It's just going to set off a whole... Basically, college kids are going to get out of COVID protocol and quarantine protocol and just go crazy to, you know, honor Hank. And it's going to be like this generation's Harambe. Uh, (laughs) I think we're still in the same generation that was Harambe. Do you know what year that Harambe was? It was, a, I think it was the 10, was a four-year anniversary, four-year anniversary, or five, oh my God, I read too much online, what was it? R.I.P. Harambe, you are a, uh, you are a treasure. No, and I, I read the story recently on a plane again to make myself feel better about it, and I don't think I did. I don't think, I think I got angrier when I read You don't the- think that you read? No, I don't think I got I don't think it made me feel better. I think I got angrier when I read Harambe's story again. And I was like, oh, God, I hate people sometimes. But, um, you know, fucking people messing up nature. But Hank the Tank is on the loose. We're rooting for him. Hopefully no one gets hurt. Just stay away from the bear. Um, if you have pizza inside, you know, throw it out to him if you would before he breaks your windows. And uh, I don't know. That if was- you have pizza Throw it out into the streets before he, dude. That's just gonna be mayhem, Craig. You know. Then there's like, then there's like, 
like three three hundred and forty eight like you know raccoons and 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 like just hanging his friends and then and then people get like cited for 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 trash and it's like well 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 Craig told me to and it's like what in the hell Craig. <laughs> Come on, guys! I found this. These people are just throwing their pizza out in the street. Maybe if we go inside. Okay. Okay. Well, let's not. Let's not. Obviously, the message cheers. Let's not harm. Yeah. Let's not harm Hank. We need it. And a, 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 um, probably don't throw pizza out into your front yard. Yes, we had plenty of beers. Him. Do not promote feeding it wild animals. We do not promote <laughs> feeding Hank. Oh my gosh, Craig! What about the the raccoons? Oh man. Anyway, all right. Well, what did you read? Uh, what about the raccoons? The raccoons? I bet Hank is a great friend to the raccoons. Okay, this what is today? this is what I want to bring up. Okay, because I, I, I'm googling it as as you probably tell me. Okay, and just just you probably heard it, Craig. But <clears throat> oh, hold on. This is oh my god. This makes me hate people oh, more. Not everyone listening, but so <laughs> Black Bears and Hank have coexisted with the residents for years and they've learned not to leave food out and to seal their trash in bear proof containers. Not since 2007 has the have these bears been considered homewreckers, but the situation took a turn during the coronavirus pandemic when people moved to the area to work remotely from New York and other places who where they were not used to dealing with the bears well and that uh, goes to show you because people that live in tahoe are active people and if you move from new york you they're like well let's just order some dominoes and then like you know put it in a trash bag and throw it out they don't realize there are bear proof containers and that you should you should eat so these idiots, not necessarily from New York, but these people moving to Tahoe, and I remember our friends telling us Tahoe is getting packed. They're not bear aware. They have zero clue what they're doing, and now they're going to get Hank the Tank shot because they're assholes. This is this is a human's fault once again because there hasn't been a problem in years. Well, obviously it's a human's fault, Craig. He's eating pizza. It does not grow on trees and bushes in California. My God. <laughs> My and God. A good point. Uh, you know, <laughs> pizza is good for bears and they love it. Pizza grows straight up from the ground uh, in by the slice. Okay, my caption is this. <clears throat> Finland Olympic cross-country skier suffers frozen peanuts in what might be the most unwanted Olympic moment in history. So cross-country skier Remy Lindholm uh, suffered from, I don't know what else to say, a frozen penis during <laughs> the event. And now I'm reading that Remy put a heat bag on his penis after the race. He was in unbearable pain. I mean, Apparently, it like a quote unquote froze in the middle of competition. So now my question is, what does this mean? Does yeah, this mean that they that that it got frostbite and they had to like cut off part of it? They have to amputate Remy's um, appendage. What the shit happened? So, ah, uh, there's no other there. There's no polite the or other way time to say it's it. Happened. But poor old Remy's dick froze off, is what it says. What does that mean? What froze? Like, uh, his appendage just, like, froze? Like, 
like I'm sure everything instructed in the in, in that that area. So of course it hurt when it came out. But did the like the fluid in his penis freeze? Okay, okay, okay. So so this is what it says. Did it fall off? Did his penis he, fall off? That's what penis, we need to know. His penis did not fall off. I have questions for this penis. Nick, contact his spokesman. I need to talk to this man's dick. It's the second time it's happened to him in competition. Okay. So this Maybe is what where like something around his penis. This is what his quote was. I know. That, thank you, Craig. This is what I'm saying. Wrap your dick up in, and this isn't even like a condom. Wrap up your dick in something warm, like a like a like a freaking rabbit fur. I I don't like know. Wool sock or like a mitten or something. Serious? Like like what? What? You're the added like you know kilogram that that is a rabbit fur is going to slow you down enough to not win a medal? Like and good. Good well, look up grief, a picture man. of this guy, Austin. He's got pictures of I him did. in his underwear, just skiing, just in his underwear. Well, you would think he would have learned. It seems, it sounds like some weird fetish thing to me. That, that's what it sounds like. This guy gets off on getting his dick froze. Okay, so this is his quote. His quote is, you can guess which body part was a little bit frozen when I finished. And it's like, what? Why? Okay. <clears throat> Yeah. It it was one of the worst competitions I've been in. It was just about battling through. When the body parts started to warm up after the finish, the pain was unbearable. And you're right, Craig. It sounds like like he gets off on it. He's like, yeah. how 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 low can you go? How low can you go before your dick freezes off? Just like the people that what is it? A fix uh when you hang yourself. Oh yeah, like, like the guy from Kill Bill who died. Well, yeah, what? but he didn't. Die. When you hang, like you hang yourself you, from, a you like choke yourself while for you like pleasure. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. You have to specify. You have, you have to specify on that because because erotic yeah. asphyxiation. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. I, know, I just couldn't think of the word, and then it sounded yes. even which is which is how I feel like we've talked about this before. Well, which this is, is so weird. Um, this is erotic. We have talked about it. This is erotic dick asphyxiation. Yeah. <laughs> What's it called when you're too cold and you, oh man, hyperthermia. Hyperthermia. Yeah. Exotic, erotic, hyperthermiotic. <laughs> anyway, yeah, wrap your peckers now, not only to protect yourself in safe sex, but so it doesn't freeze and fall off. Well, so those I mean, races have no desire to ever cross. Like you will never find me cross country skiing ever. No, 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 no. I mean, honestly, it's kind of like cross country running. It, it it's like why put yourself through that, just pain, like what? And cross country skiing, like you can just see it in them. I mean, Craig, you've had to unstrap from your snowboard to like get out of like you know powder, right? That in itself is a workout. And every time that you try to step, it's just hard. If, if you ever tried to walk up the mountain, yes, it's a hell of a form of exercise. But but um. Talk about just like living for pain or, or like yeah, this guy's unnecessary pain. At this point, if he wants to reach out, I would love for his spokesman to reach out to our podcast. We will gladly have him on. I want to know why Remy has now taken the name of my stuffed animal that Paige and I share, which I hate that. Is Remy? Yeah, Remy. And now he's representing Remy's name doing this shit. I want to hear him tell us why he likes his dick being frozen off or why... Like, why is that getting colder than anything else? I, I just feel like he pokes holes in his suit. Well, just be honest, because because our 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 wieners 
our our like free hanging away from our body. So I mean, you know, that's why testicles go into your body. That's right. That's right. That's right. right. So is this man's dick that large? No. Shit, maybe. Testicles are outside of the body because they're supposed I, to be lower. I understand, but he said penis. He didn't say. He didn't say testes. Um, and Nick, what's your headline this <clears throat> this week? So I did that there is a party bus that's like involved in a high speed chase right now in LA. Also, what the fuck's up with California? I mean, that's a whole nother talk, but I've just, I've been out there a lot this past month and it is, it is absurd going out there and then coming back to the East coast. But there was a massive well, that is your fault, bus. by the way, it was for work both times. I know it was, but still, but I did have some fun. But anyway, there's a, do you guys still, okay, two things. Do you like watching high-speed chases? Who are you rooting for? Are you rooting for them to get away? Or are you rooting for the cops to win? Well, it obviously depends what, what the person did. is being chased. Don't know. Did. Don't know. You just turn the TV on and there's a chase. I'm hoping he gets. Oh, I want them to get caught. Yeah. I want them to get caught. Oh, God, no. I hope it's somebody. Like, I, I don't get them. Um, I don't want it I want it like a pedestrian just like to oh, pull their car out and hit them. Ben and I are always so different. In god, the- dude. I'm like, I'm like, oh my god. This motherfucker cannot escape your chopper and your 19 cop cars. Now sometimes there's like a dope little like you know maneuver where he's like, oh, I did a U-turn. Oh, or or did I? And then all the cop cars they kind of hit each other and you're like, ha, you idiots. But for the most part, I just want to see this man or woman. I, I was his person get ap- apprehended see in the heat of the moment wow wow who am i who am i i don't know i don't know and for the person in the moment i'd be lying if i wasn't like oh my god oh my god he's got a chance he's got a chance but that was my second question is is there any way to get away from the police in a major city like la where the helicopters just stay in the air like no Helicopter gets on you, you are screwed. Unless you have a bait car, bait and switch car. Under- that's right. That's right. That's right. Because the funniest thing is too is that when people in the cars they jump out and then they jump in somewhere. And it's like, dude, we just saw you, and they're covering all entrances. Unless there's an underground tunnel to Panama, you f, dude. If there's a helicopter, you, you are screwed. So if you're getting in a chase in a major city. And you see a helicopter, just pull over. Or this thing, and you can't outrun the radio. Um, like Austin said, sometimes he makes a dope maneuver, and he gets away from the cars, but, like, the helicopter's always on him. But in a little bit of a twist, um, this this was a woman. This was a woman in this high-speed chase just driving a party bus down the freeway. I don't know much else I just about picture it. the scene from, like, was it, like, Dirty Grandpa or whatever at the end. Um, I've always wanted to see one in person. I have. You know, you have well so we were driving down the highway and it was just like a biker gang just boom 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 right by and then it's four cop cars like you know like and then you see the chopper 100 percent rooting for the biker gang i'm like yeah this is like an episode of (laughs) (laughs) sons of anarchy i mean again i don't know what they did but i think the only way to outrun a police officer is on a motorcycle and i've heard um, from a few police officers, if it's a, a motorcycle and they're going like over a hundred, they don't even try to. Oh get yeah, no. Well, that's no. why in like was it Dubai that they have all like the like Lamborghinis and Ferraris police cars? Yeah, because everybody drives fucking luxury sports cars. Like we're not gonna like risk our lives though chasing after this thing, uh, um, or other people. Austin, quite frankly, Austin, you've gone you've gone quiet. 
Yeah, I, I indeed have gone quiet because I, I just Googled pop culture news to see if there's anything that interests me and like nothing really does. It is two, 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 two. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's kind of cool. It's like decently cool, I guess. I, I, uh, I, 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 I ate lunch today, Craig. I ate lunch today at Five Loaves and uh, our, like. Oh, I just ordered that. I just had a wonderful chicken soup from there. Mm. Mm. All right. I'm about to order something too, but, but um, the woman that was there <clears throat> at lunch, it was like, you know, one o'clock, um, said that women came in today wearing tutus because it's two two, and I was like, okay, that's funny. And then she said other people had had tipped her twenty two twenty two, and 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 all these kinds of things. And then you also realize because we're only changing one number until the end of the month that every day until the end of the month is a palindrome. So 223, 22, 24, 22, 25, 22, it's all a palindrome, same as front as it is backwards. And that's kind of interesting. It's, uh, that's well, where we are these days. Pattern, and it's cool. Here's the problem. That is being used. Uh, here's the problem. Here's the problem. We're on the problem. <laughs> We're on the brink of World War Three, and like this is political at all. The everyone online is reading about this stupid fucking date, and Russia invaded Ukraine today, which means like the and no one cares because in this society that we live in right now, ignorance is bliss, and everyone would just rather look at the date and play with their numbers until we actually have foreign forces here. And you're just like, oh well, hopefully they're nice to us, but. Yes, in my head, I do think it's a diversion. Anything that they can find to make popular, then, oh my God, there's FaceTimes everywhere. Maybe Paige is saving me for myself. But I'm just saying, I'll say it in a calm manner. I think that they're sometimes the reporting, and look, you can be like, oh, it was a fun blog site, or it was a fun, like, you know, pop culture site. No, every new major news site wrote more about today's date than what the hell's going on in. What's the area called Russia and Ukraine? What would you even call that? That like Middle- Eastern well, Ukraine. It's just, it's just Eastern Ukraine right it's just, now. This is Eastern Ukraine. My people. Anyway, but I'm glad we have a fun date to like recite for the rest of the month while a million people are about to be fucking killed. But whatever. Um, anyway, not a million, hopefully. Commercial break. Jesus, Craig. <laughs> Let's take a commercial break real quick and we'll be right back with more Craig ranting. Online shopping isn't slowing down anytime soon. Is your business ready to keep up the pace? With ShipStation, you'll never worry about shipping again. Make the switch to a solution that handles all your shipping needs quickly, affordably, and painlessly. So normally Craig reads this part because Craig has to send pillows all around the country and he's used ShipStation seamlessly for ages. I don't have to send as much product as Craig, but because he loved it so much, I use it because some of you out there like to buy things of mine um, that say chop up on it, like crop tops and hats and such, but obviously not at the volume that Craig does, but um, it's been made incredibly easy. Uh, sometimes there are influxes and orders and it's like, oh my, you know, how do I do all this? And uh, ShipStation honestly makes it so, so easy for us to use and it saves us a heck of a lot of money. Save time by funneling all your orders into one simple interface, no matter where you're selling. Manage every order, Amazon, eBay, Etsy, or your own website from anywhere, even on your phone. 
No more headaches from dealing with returns and return tracking. ShipStation makes it easy. Save money when you compare carrier options and choose the best shipping solution every time. Ship more in less time with ShipStation. Use my offer code Pillows and Beer to get a 60-day free trial. That's two months free of no-hassle, stress-free shipping. Just go to ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, and type in Pillows and Beer. ShipStation. Make ship happen. Native deodorant checks a lot of boxes. 24-hour odor protection, naturally derived ingredients, a smooth, residue-free application, and over 10 cents to choose from. Native's coconut and vanilla scented deodorant has been a fan favorite for years, and other scents include lavender and rose, cucumber and mint, or even unscented. Recently, Native has partnered with Baked by Melissa with a collection of scents inspired by Baked by Melissa's delicious cupcake creations. From tie-dye vanilla cupcake, mint cookie cupcake, fresh peach cupcake, to ginger lemonade cupcake, they are sure to make your day a little sweeter and make your mouth a little more watery. Because it definitely does every time I smell them. I remember switching from an antiperspirant to Native, which basically is an aluminum-free deodorant, uh, and my health just improved. I I enjoy having my body more natural than you know putting a bunch of processed metals into it. And I was very surprised that I was always under the belief that antiperspirants were what kept you dry and what made you kept you smelling good. But when I tried Native, it was truly the first deodorant that I used that had the exact same effect, if not better, matter of fact, it was better than store-bought deodorants that I had used in the past. Smell and feel fresh all day long with Native. Get 20% off your first order by going to nativedeo.com slash pillowsandbeer or use promo code pillowsandbeer at checkout. That's nativedeo.com slash pillowsandbeer or use promo code pillows and beer at checkout for 20% off your first order. I want you to go. Maybe when I face strangers, maybe it's not forever. Maybe the life will changes. All right, and welcome back to PNB, where I'm sure that Craig is done ranting. Craig, you good? I've, <laughs> I've taken a breath. I went downstairs and ate an olive. Uh, and calm me down. I do that with pickles. Yeah, pickles are great. Uh, I feel like we're going to be eating a bunch of sex next week. But um, it's funny because uh, Paige called me real quick, and I she was like, I need some context for this picture of this bear you just sent me. And I told her the story, and she was like, oh, so shitty people. And I was like, what? And she's like, shitty people. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's the new South Park episode is basically calling city people shitty people and how they come oh, in. Oh, I don't know that. And that's amazing because uh, I'm obsessed and, with South Park and, and I love that page is too. Yeah, have you not watched the new season? No. Ah, oh, shitty people. Yeah, all shitty people. And <laughs> they like ruin everything and now they're going to get Hank the Tank killed. But anyway. Um, I know. <clears throat> Over that natural, farm-grown slices of Papa John's pizza. That was pretty funny. Um, That's good. No, I'm good right now with uh, my World War Three rants and stuff. Um, 
Hey, let's talk about recent travel rants um, or travel things that are really irking us because we haven't done this in a while, Austin. And um, obviously, I've been traveling a lot now. You actually got a little bit of a break. I mean, you're still on the road all the time. You were, I just ran into The last time I saw you in person was at the airport. That's true. That was actually really funny. I, I You posted about it, but but yeah, I saw you walking and I was like, that's Craig. And that little person next to him looks like Paige. And, uh, and, and, and I was like, no, no. And then I was like, no, fuck that. I know what they look like. And that is Craig. He has his hat. He has everything that he normally has is, has is. <laughs> everything that he normally has, right? Always a book bag, a backpack, excuse me. I, I always it. get made fun of for that, by the way. I always get made fun of for calling it a book bag. I say book bag. And yeah, I, yeah. I made fun of too. And they're like, how yeah. many books do you have in there? And I was like, a couple, shut up. Yeah, sh- shut up. Well, shut up. What do you call and, it? Um, and like you had your cheese, uh, your crudite, you know, in your hand. And yes, yes, that's last time I saw you. And you're going to LA and I was going to Dallas. Yeah, that, uh, so we're both still traveling a good amount. Um, I uh, you- Understatement from what's coming up. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <clears throat> but Dude, I tell you, still, there's a there's a couple things that still bother me. I mean, boarding. You know, I'm fortunate that I have pre-check. Which, if if either of them are missing, I pretty much have an aneurysm at this point because I'm like, this wouldn't be feasible to travel this much if I had to get to the airport this early. Like, it just it wouldn't be. Like, you know, I can go from curb to pass security in five minutes with those two things, but. Sometimes I have to fly different airlines or in, in uh, Charleston, you're saying, uh, even in like bigger airports with clear and pre-check, it helps. But now like I'm trying to, okay. Now when you're in those lines, people still forget that they have like 50 cents of change in their pocket or their cell phone in their pocket. And then they get mad at the metal detector person because in these lines you're going through the metal detector and they get mad at the metal detector person that it keeps ringing. And you're like, all right, dude, like this can't be your first time flying. You're obviously pre-check. Like what, what is going on? And they're like, oh, well it might be my like metal hit, but like, it's fine. And they're like, okay, well then we need you to go over to this like scanner. And they're like, I will not go and let you look at me naked. And then you're just like, dude, just please get out of my way. Um, so going through security when people like I feel bad for the parents with their strollers and everything because they're trying their hardest to save their kids. Like I would never get frustrated with a person like that. It's just the people that argue with them. Um, and then boarding will always be my number one. Like the people that stand right in front of the boarding line and their zones like three. And so you stand behind them because you don't want to cut them. And then you realize by the time the next section's called that they weren't in line Fortunately, Delta started to tell people to sit down until it's their time to board. Um, And then we don't have to deal with this in the States too often, but people that run to the front of the plane after landing and then a bunch of people that don't know how to fly, try to follow them and you have to stand up and like block everyone. Those are my three things right now. Wow. I I just, I mean, I know what your pet peeves are. Like it's everyone that travels a bunch, but the one thing that I just really kind of resonate with, okay, two, two is people that log in. So A, before, okay, when you lie about like you go up there and you're like, yeah, yeah, uh, I'm, um, 
you know, section two, and you're like, you know, section five, and then the person, like, you know, they look at you and they roll their eyes like, all right, whatever, just go. Like, dude, you have a boarding pass for a reason. It's not a big deal. I've been section one, you know, and 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 boarded last, right? Because I'm like, either I'm going to get on there first or or uh, um, um, Ricky Bobby. I'm last. Like, I don't care. I'll get on there regardless. I don't like you lying about the section that you're in. Like, either just wait or just chill. It's not a big deal. And then when someone asks you to put your bag he, here's a thing here's here's a tag for your bag just pick it up when you get it's like no 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 I'll I'll just try I'll just try to put it um above let me just try and they're like ma'am I'm telling you that you know the flight is full and then some of the flight attendants are too nice they're like okay ma'am um um but if it doesn't work then and then they go down the aisle oh there's no space let me come to the front I'm like now there's 20 people behind you. All you had to do is listen to the woman who told you to check your bag. I've been sitting in, it doesn't happen often, but row one, seat one, and they've been like, we need you to check your bag. I'm like, okay, fine, damn it. But it happens. It just happens. It just happens. And you deal with it and move on. Like it's not going anywhere. So I have two more things with travel, which is a little more structure now that I have a second. Oh, wow. Sorry. Oh, hey, people are cheering for my accent. People are cheering for us, Craig. This is crazy. So one is just a nice little hot take, and then I'll end it on a big hot take. Though my first little one is I'm not a fan of uh, bulkhead. So I don't like sitting in the bulkhead because I like having the seat. So for everyone, anyone listening that doesn't know what that is, it's when you don't have a seat in front of you. Yeah, no, thank you. Up top. So I like having a seat in front of me because I put my wallet in one pocket. I put my water in the other. And I just like having that in front of me. And I don't like the TV having to come up from the armrest and you have to put your book bag up top. So, I would much rather sit in seat six and seat one. Yes. So Paige actually likes bulkhead, which is kind of funny. And I was like, wait, why? But, you know, to each their own. So I don't like that. Free Wi-Fi, uh, always a TV on almost every flight these days, right? Like, they're like kind of, they're, they're, they're kind of killing it. Premium yeah. For everyone. And they have snack boxes available for everyone. Um yeah, they do a great job. Uh, I, I really, uh, I, I enjoyed it. But, um, and then, yeah, our travel plans are locked down coming up. But look, we we love seeing new hotels too. If you have a hotel in your area that you think we should stay at, reach out to us. Um, I know an awesome hotel in Atlanta already did and uh, we'll figure it out. But hey, let's see about <laughs> other uh, other hot, hot takes on stuff, Austin. You got anything going on that, has frustrated you recently traveling tips because um i will plenty of plenty of things have frustrated me um (laughs) i will say that this is one thing i know i'm getting old or older or traveling too much my parents will fly which southwest is a great airline they fly southwest because it's direct flights they don't care about first class or anything like that they don't want to have a layover, and now I'm getting to that point. Now I'm like, I just want to go where I'm going right away, but it's tough out of Charleston. I I agree in in the sense that I'm taking so many connecting flights. Like, talk about you know spreading something further. Like, we, we just want I just, I just want a direct flight, uh, and uh, 
Man, when I came back from Dallas, Craig, because I used a companion ticket, right? I don't know if you've ever used one, but 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 Craig and I are both uh, a Delta Platinum Amex holders, which means well, it's like two fifty a year, and we get a free companion ticket with it every year, which means that you and a companion can fly it at at you know two for the price of one. And they gave me three options on the way back from Dallas. Three options, and all three went through New York. So one was through JFK, and the other two were from you know, LaGuardia. And it was Super Bowl Sunday. And I didn't land until 5.30. Now, because they had us go to Atlanta, we sat on the tarmac for an hour and a half while they de-iced the planes. It was snowing. So we didn't land until 7. Obviously, the Super Bowl began at what? 7.08 or whatever. Then... You know, the bags take 30, 40 minutes. It, like, sometimes traveling, and, and I couldn't believe it. I was like, that was your best option for me to come back from Dallas? And things like that grind my gears, Craig. Well, you're very budget conscious. Like, you're way better, like, at saving money than me. On Well, I just thought it made a lot of sense. I was like, okay, hell, you know, let's do it. Like, I, I never... <sighs> I will think very hard and clear before I use another Delta Companion Pass. <laughs> I think we're figuring our stuff out. Um, Austin, anything else for this week? I just say, like, check out. If you're if we're coming to one of your cities, buy your tickets, come see us, and uh, keep listening right. to the podcast. And keep wait. on listening, guys. You know, we love you all. Craig and I are on Cloud9, pillowsandbeer.com slash tour, and check out to see if we're coming to your city and when. And we cannot wait. Can't wait. Follow our Instagram, pillows, the letter N, beer. Yeah, no.com. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pillows and beer. Yeah. All right, we love you all. Till next week. This is Craig Cheers, and Austin guys. and Nick with Pillows and Beer. What's up, Pillows and Beers listeners? I'm Reality Steve. If you're a fan of The Bachelor and all things pop culture, reality TV, you should check out my show, The Reality Steve Podcast, a daily show about The Bachelor, other reality TV shows you may be watching right now. I definitely throw in a lot of Taylor Swift talk and so much more. Search Reality Steve on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.